Well, um, what we enjoy, or the pain or pleasure, is always related to an experience now. We can try to remember the pain or pleasure of uh, a past event, and you can imagine the same about a future event. But your experiences are always of now. Our activities in this uh, human world on the earth is towards making our experiences um, pleasant, comfortable, nice, happy, pleasurable. And also, we want to avoid pain and uncomfort or discomfort and um, other types of uh, miseries. So all our programs, our uh, projects and uh, devices, programs, planning, everything is for, to, for uh, achieving that. And we always plan with uh, some kind of a time scale target. Okay, we want to achieve this in uh, 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, 5 years, or 1 year, or within a month, like that. But we find that most of the programs, most of the projects which are running, currently running, and uh, which have already been implemented at uh, various levels of um, individual comforts, society's comfort, nation's comfort, or global comfort, are all something again and again spiraling towards uh, infinite times. We plan something for um, uh, achieving it, achieving something for say uh, five years, and at the end of the five years, we'll find that you no, know, no, the time is not enough. <clears throat> it has not been uh, sufficient, so we want to extend it to another five years. And the programs, with perhaps with uh, modifications or improvisations, we continue for another um, maybe ten years, twenty years. But we'll always end up with the same result, that we are not yet satisfied with our programs, with our plans. Why not just a single plan work for everybody, all nations, all communities, all individuals, globally? Why can't we implement that? Just because we cannot see further than a certain period, that is the main reason. So we plan everything because we can see ah, it will be like this within certain time period because we always count and multiply and scale in sequence of uh, periods of time. But we don't reach the result, we don't reach the um, goals because there's a time scale which is already set by nature. And if we ignore that, we neglect that, we will never reach our goals of 
fruitful existence on the earth in this nature in this world as a human being nature has already planned everything for ages and ages billions of years it has already planned ahead everything and uh, it is also with time scales which are um, repeating periods which are repeating uh, harmonically or say adding harmonics we can even get disharmony so everything is set up in the nature with the various time scales but when we talk about our time scale we always must think about now that is the entire problem we have to um, get things done as fast as possible we have been running for that for years and now that uh, electronic um, network exists globally most things are done so fast and we have machine world heavy machines and light machines flying machines and on the earth in the water on the in space in microgravities everywhere we have machines which would um, produce results fast and the need for this fast uh, result is that we have to make optimization again now depending on our experiences now and this now we can never hold even if we change our um, existential configuration like you know we don't want to be human then we will find that uh, this um now changes and it can drop down to a certain limits and beyond which no no you can't even calculate so we reach the quantum mechanical uh, space time limits and uh, max planck's uh, constant and energy equations so we cannot uh, solve our day to day human problems through neither through that kind of a mathematics or a physics or chemistry we still need to do the optimization with a time scale which is most appropriate for each individual human existence so basically we have to plan everything as per our earthly cycles earthly cycles also mean that there's a cycle of our experiences uh with our five organs and uh, this cannot be overcome by moving into outer space into microgravity or international space station or uh, places like that or to other planets etc we can't change that we ha- we need to keep that cycle which is a preset cycle for a biologically optimized preset cycle and um, these periods need to be considered as the most important in determining in planning in making our projects programs of optimized resources utility utilization now where, where do we start so we have to make everything happy now we have to make everything comfortable now and we can't look back we can't look forward 
then where are we? What do we do actually? So at least we should be clear about our plan for a day. Can we just uh, fix everything for everybody on the earth, every human being on the earth, a plan which is reasonably comfortable and practical for a day? Every day we can just repeat this plan and we don't worry about what happens for the next day, but we just repeat the same plan every day when we wake up and then end when we go fast asleep. So this is the kind of planning we need actually. So what do we plan for a day? That is not within our uh, decision-making capabilities or uh, previews. We, the moment we wake up, well, we do some little bit of uh, natural service to ourselves, our biological existence. But then this machine starts catching you. And this is the machine world which holds you, which controls you, which leads you, which directs you. And your planning, your period, your timings, etc., or all are controlled by this machine world and its own timing, its own programs, its own uh, time scales, which are globally set by who we don't know, by which machine we don't know, by which cycles we don't know. Because we, it's all our inventions which are tied up together. All these inventions which were not meant uh, for an optimization for a day, which were not meant for the optimization with nature, dissolving or harmonizing with nature. So that is the main reason. We have to actually pre-plan everything um, as per single day. Single day also need to be uh, specifically divided into a night and day because otherwise we can't exist. This machine world is actually enforcing so much of burden so much of unhappiness, enslavement during the night, which is uh, definable only for the human beings, not for the machine world. The machine world is always awake. The machine world is always working. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days and year, it continues. So, this machine world does not define a night and a day. You cannot impose it um, remotely because the night and day is definable for you personally, not by anybody else, not by even the machine. If you fall asleep with the machine on, you are asleep. You don't know anything, what is happening around. The machine may or may not know. And when you are awake, you may or may not have control over this machine around you, near you, in your hand. Uh, but the machine continues with its own cycles and you will continue with your own cycle. So basically, time for you it must be under your control. And the night time must be controllable by the entire world but only for the machine. They, uh, people should not control your night time because night time is meant for you to rest, not to do the work, not to do any work. Because 
the human biological uh, configuration is already uh, set for its own activities repair and um, reconstructions constructions and um, say depoisoning everything all has been set for your biological system and the night is required because we don't want to be uh, spending too much of its uh, battery and uh, this should not be controlled by the machine world or the electronic world that is the first rule and are we able to implement that globally that's my first question are we able to implement that during night time you will not be disturbed as a human being you know as a human uh, biological living body you will not be disturbed by the machine electronic machine world can we implement that if we cannot implement that uh, an organization like a global organization like um say government of a nation or governments of the nations or even a united nation will not be able to make a plan for a harmonious existence for human life on the earth so we need rest during night time and we need um optimized controllable activities on the machine which is nearest to one which is safe uh, must be safe of course and uh, this control uh, should not be manipulated too much um beyond your controls beyond your understanding beyond your uh, abilities and options available to you and so that you can uh, work comfortably at home uh near the machine and then when you switch off the machine if you want or you can continue the switch on the state you must be when you are going back to rest on your bed nobody should be disturbing you through this machine or through their machines or through the network so that is the first condition so our planning must be that we have two states of existence on the earth individually that is during the night time and during the day time and one is of rest in which well nobody cares or nobody should care and uh, and uh, only the nature should care for you and nature and your own body should care for you and you should care for you fully it's not that your body cares for you and also for your neighbors and also for somebody remote and also for somebody far 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 remote and then trying to uh, contact you through electromagnetic uh, yoga programs etc so you have to be yourself now and you should be able to maintain that being yourself now 24 hours a day only thing is that night and days are somewhat different differently defined so how do we make ourselves happy now how do we make ourselves harmony uh, harmoniously um in yoga with nature now i was till now talking about the plans what plans can we make and what time scale should be used to um 
implement those plans or configure those plans. Now, to make ourselves happy, happiest, most comfortable, all that we have to do now is just not to do anything. So that is mostly um, widely known knowledge today in Indian yoga systems. You don't do anything, sit comfortably, most comfortable, in whatever comfortable state you, you are in, which you can find, and sit comfortably, and then just observe that your entire biological system is working properly. And don't do anything deliberately in your mind or, or your body or by your emotions. So that gives you the most comfortable state. And if you want to achieve that, what are the conditions required? First of all, you need a seat. You need to sit comfortably first. Can, can we make a program? Can we make a plan for every human individual on the earth? A plan by which, by executing which you can sit comfortably on a seat for certain time every day. Certain time is uh, well, as long as you want. Can you sit comfortably on a seat as long as you want every day? Don't call it laziness or something like that. It's not laziness. But we don't have a program which would uh, help you do that. But we have to implement, we have to practice, we have to do sadhana to make itself uh, practical and uh, uh, really working. Our planning for different uh, aspects of our human life have got different time scales requirement. For example, if you want to build a house, um, say for um, uh, 20,000 people. You can do it with uh, a time frame and if the materials are uh, ready <clears throat> and you can employ sufficient number of people and the uh, equipments are all available, then you can construct a housing colony with a certain time. And this has been proved again and again all over the world, all over the earth, and also in outer space and other planets also. Now, once the house is constructed, there is a different time scale for settling into the house. And these settling times are also different for different persons. Individually, they are different time scales. And once you settle down in a house, for example, you'll have a different time scale for settling down aesthetically within the house. You start decorating, you start uh, rearranging, and you start building or um, maybe modifying uh, your own surroundings to suit your aesthetics. So that takes some time. 
that takes another time scale and then you have an emotional time scale like you have to feel settled and it takes some time actually then you have um, a spiritual time scale even if you are emotionally satisfied and you are already settled in a building in a room in a house in a flat um you need some kind of a rearrangement in the spiritual line or spiritual world of your belief your faith uh in order to settle down it takes some time and this is true about almost all types of human constructions on the earth that human constructions on the earth can be planned by human beings and designed to be completed within a certain time period but nevertheless they will have different levels of completion depending on the nature um of the human aspect that we are considering and these uh, time scales are widely different for say when you are building a house colony or when you are building a temple or when you are building a pyramid and once you have settled in this type of new constructions <clears throat> your real settling ta- uh, time as a human being will be widely different even though the goals would be all same like you know we want a peaceful existence within this constructed uh, seat of our being within this constructed um, um protection protective uh, location that um you expect to give you a peaceful existence whether it's a house a temple or a mosque or a pyramid or even a cemetery these time scales being different you you can easily uh, understand that when you try to construct something far above the earth that is in a space colony or microgravity area or in another planet it will have very 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 different uh, time scales of being actually settling down you are creating a wave and this wave will not be peacefully settling within our own calculated times this uh, is also reflected in say in construction of a bomb a nuclear bomb for example your completion of the object uh, can be done with certain preplanned time and once you make it <coughs> once you completed it 
it is still not settled until it is triggered and uh, exploded. And once it is exploded, there's another time scale in which that exploded energy itself settles down. And that's also calculatable, but the, the effects may not be actually what we calculate. So this is what all words produce. We have a calculated time period for settlement, but uh, it does not happen like that. Our time scale of construction takes maybe a few months for a bomb. And the time scale for triggering the event of exploding it is a microsecond or maybe a few seconds for a human involvement. But uh, the settlement time for the effects it produces is not calculable. And uh, the situation is much worse if you are uh, going farther and farther from the earth, looking through a small window and um, through a screen, basically, of a camera, electronic camera. And then you want to make a plan, a design, and then decide of construction something, which would hopefully do something good for you. You can go, um, I mean, uh, you, you may be going, uh, you, you may be uh, in full error. I mean, not out about it. See, when this Faro's constructed uh, or ordered construction of um, pyramids, they were not planning to rest for uh, 3,000 years inside. They were not meant to, actually. See, Faro's are rulers. They are uh, basically kings, emperors, rulers of people, rulers of resources, rulers of knowledge. But uh, some knowledge is uh, hidden from them. That is why they had to actually take rest in, say, pyramids. And this knowledge is transferred to them only through thousands of years. Because otherwise, there will be a lot of imbalance. And this is known to those people who designed these pyramids and uh, giving them the actual uh, ritualistic support for taking a long rest. They were basically the teachers of these pharaohs. This is the same case for temples, but in a somewhat reverse way. Like we just uh, start um, introducing a life into the stone and expect this life, the raw life, 
to evolve, to learn and evolve into a full powerful king or emperor protecting the whole um devotees and um, the people around the whole village the whole um, country or the whole universe it has got a different time scales though because it depends on how you are actually um showing the light into that soul into that life making it realize its own um, potential or its own existence as the paramatma or the divine god himself and this is the case when we are actually constructing a house and then uh, living inside you need some kind of a mirror in order to um design your time scale of settling inside a house if it is a new house and uh, if it's a very old house you need another time scale to unsettle from that house to shift to some other some other house so all these are not sometimes possible or is not practical in one's own lifetime that's why when we are uh, dead we want a rest so that rest place should be somewhere it can be a, a stony house or it can be any of this uh, five elements or it can be uh an emptiness because we don't know the time scale of our able to of our um time scale in which we will be uh, able to realize our own uh, existence as a human mind and then uh, get ourselves the required freedom so when we try to plan can we plan each each one individually that is impossible so we take a plans of somebody else and is that plan really suitable most suitable for you that is also doubtful we can't be very sure actually see the house i am uh, staying here today is uh, leaking when it rains and it was constructed in somewhere in 1970s and in 2020 it is almost crumbling down so the design was not meant to last for a lifetime and uh, those who try to i mean build it basically we people we the owners of this house so to say i uh, didn't know actually the construction details except that we need uh, so many people we need so many so much materials and so much time and so much money so this is all that we knew and uh, with that whatever we designed has come to a stage where uh, 
to say that it's not the most practical way of uh, doing things. But we can't repeat many of our mistakes in our own lives. We don't have time. Then we say we live in misery until perhaps we reach uh, some other uh, protector <clears throat> who can uh, protect us from this kind of uh, faults of uh, human life designs. But that is also not a practical way of um, providing peace and uh, harmony in human existence on this earth. It should be available as a normal public way. Some standardization. So the timescales being uh, so many widely different for uh, reaching our goals. What type of <coughs> pathways, what type of a roadmap we can provide for uh, future generations, say to the young people who are um, grow, uh, say are born to this earth and then asking the same questions. And what, how do we fix our time scales for them to reach a certain level of knowledge so that they can live thereafter peacefully and happily? And this has to be, uh, have to be decided uh, for individual uh, lives. And who can take it up? If you see some yogis and uh, some gurus, uh, real good knowledgeable teachers with uh, maybe millions of followers or millions of devotees or volunteers around, uh, will it be so, how many such gurus would be required for a nation to really absorb sufficient knowledge to continue a peaceful existence in a normal human lifetime. Can this be done through temples, by constructing new temples? Or new organizations? Or new teaching institutions? Schools, colleges, universities? Or uh, new party offices? Well, we have to think about it. What kind of an organizational restructuring can actually help us manage the wide differing timescales of our goals attainment and the paths differing uh, through different paths? Even single singular path is not um, fixed up. We have so many conflicting sometime and uh, multi-directed paths to reach our goals as a human. And these are not integrated, these are not consolidated even. Just listing them in some kind of a electronic book uh, is not going to help any individual who is uh, just asking this question to himself. 
So can a government provide this? Provide this path, this knowledge, which will be useful during a lifetime, for a lifetime, for a human lifetime. Can a government, whether it is religious, um, religious, secular, or uh, fundamental, whatever it be, can a government provide a directive path to every individual citizen so that they can achieve the human goal during their lifetime in an unambiguous way? You can say that uh, like in a schooling, you admit 100, 100 students into the school for a class and then <clears throat> end of the year you just give an examination and then uh, give them grade them with uh, different marks and say a few of them are actually best fit to acquire the next step of knowledge and you continue it for say 12 years 15 years or 20 years or maybe the whole lifetime of, say, 25 to 50 years or 60 years. But is it going to be a practical uh, solution? Will it actually be working? So we need to think about the um, real path through which people can live peacefully, harmoniously with nature with existing knowledge. Each grass on this earth is supported by the entire earth and also the surrounding air, the sun, the solar system, the entire cosmos. We are all uh, supported mutually with awareness or without awareness. The supportive system have got uh, systems have got um, varying time scales for which they exist and uh, continue supporting. In one human body itself, each cell is supporting the entire body, but for a short period of time, its own lifetime. And each organ is also supporting the entire body for its own lifetime. Then there is the central <coughs> controlling brain system, both hardware as well as the software inside, supporting the entire body for its own lifetime. Altogether, we carry ourselves as our own body 
and claim that we are the controller of this entire body and its processes. Of course, this body is the supporting system for this I or the ego, which we call ourselves as the owner of this body, or we identify ourselves as the living entity within. <clears throat> and this living entity within is supported by the whole body configuration consisting of so many cells, say trillions of cells, with their own lifetimes and processes and programs. And that configuration is supporting the life within which we identify ourselves with some name, some personality, some identification. <clears throat> if we can stop all the entertainment industries in the world, then we will have some useful time to sort out the most needy, prioritized issues and uh, try to implement their natural solutions. Each individual entity in this living world is enjoying its own existence, <clears throat> living existence by itself, naturally. But when the natural uh, enjoyment is um, not available, it will always try to have a relative enjoyment of its own living existence. Relationships are actually a means to seek this relative enjoyment of being alive. When the relationships do not provide such a satisfactory, satisfying enjoyment, uh, we will start devising something uh, beyond that limit. Like we'll invent games, we will invent other means of entertainments, we will invent uh, many causes for even creating war. Because our individual existence is not enjoyed naturally. then how do we start enjoying our uh, natural existence as a living being? We should be satisfied first. We should be satisfied with what we have. My body has got so many limitations. So I know these limitations. And I don't want to extend this 
functionalities beyond these limitations unnecessarily. And another body in front of me may have many other um, limits, maybe a lot more skilled than myself, may have many other features, and it must be enjoying those features and uh, limits as well as its own attributes which are not seen elsewhere. But there's no need to compete with each other and then make that competition as an enjoyment. At least to me, I don't find this uh, competing with another human being a source of enjoyment for me. And I think the need for such competition arises just because you are unable to enjoy your living existence naturally. So how do we make it? How do we make it a naturally enjoyable living existence on this earth for everybody, every human being, at least? We should realize first the equality of all. Without that, nothing would go. The equality of all human beings, of all stages, ages, skills developed, education, or financial resources, living status, conditions of health, anything. You should consider all human beings as equal. We can always consider all dead human beings as equal. And in order to solve this complex problem of numbers, in India we had already um, considered all dead to be dissolved into five elements. The sky, fire, air, water, earth. That is a simplified means to coexist peacefully without competition. The God created everything, including each grass, each speck of dirt, everything. And these elements cannot compete and then create any of this. From the elements, again, nature creates new objects with and without lives. So we should enjoy that existence naturally. All these living beings have got different needs, like simplest needs are satisfaction of hunger. So that is something, uh, one of the most important priority uh, listed item. The hunger needs to be satisfied. 
and that's a very simple thing all that is needed is you need some food you need some fuel for the body configuration to work and this input uh energy is a requirement without which uh we cannot work within the tether length uh, tether length of our own existence on the earth in the physical materialistic world so the energy is required so a feed must be a must once fed completely uh, satisfied what you need is uh your neural system must be quiet which means that your sensory organs must be uh in harmony in peace and that is possible only if your sensory organs do not seek too much of inputs from the environment your eyes should not be longing for seeing something ears should not be longing to hear something and your nose should not be longing to smell something and tongue should not be longing to taste something and your body should not be longing to touch some other human being or living being or some other object so this longingness must be the second item to be diminished globally we should long for anything we have limited uh, visions audible audible capacities <clears throat> and we have uh, limits of um, recognizing smell and tolerating it and we have different tastes for different tongues in spite of all these differences we all enjoy our experiences to some extent as long as we feel that they are real to our living existence so when we don't uh, yearn for anything when we don't compete with another we are already started being in peace but that sort of a neural peace is not sufficient because we feel that in spite of we having all these organs and internal nervous system we are not feeling anything more we are not enjoying so called so how do we enjoy we have to enjoy all the processes which are happening in our body when we start enjoying the living processes as they are life will be very different the first enjoyment is breathing when we start enjoying the breathing process deliberately 
the life will become very, very different. And uh, breathing and eating and drinking. These are the three which we can uh, um, control to some extent and enjoy the entire process. The results are uh, whatever is happening inside the body, chemical, biochemical processes. And all together they will form into an electrical signal inside the heart, which is again a natural involuntary process. And if you are able to control that production and the process ourselves deliberately with our own ego and our own intellect or our own efforts, you are already in yoga with nature. But you may not find it very enjoyable unless you find that the electric pulses which are generated inside your <clears throat> cardiovascular device is not what is the enjoyable process inside. Behind that uh, the process, behind that um, physico-chemical quantum mechanical processes There's a dimension of existence which is we call divine, uh, which encompasses the entire world, the entire universe, not only yours, but the entire universe outside. It encompasses and unifies the entire five elementary divisions of manifested universe. When you are able to realize that that each heartbeat is the most enjoyable process that you can experience in the body. You know, to most people it's not very easy to look into the heart and enjoy it. So they always look outside and enjoy the electric pulses like what you are seeing here, what I am seeing here right now and what you may be hearing through a similar device elsewhere after some time. But this is an amplified process, it's not natural and therefore it is a product of entertainment industry. When we uh, leave this alone when we don't use this amplified electrical pulses as a, an outside device to entertain us, entertain our own hearts, our hearts' desires. <clears throat> uh, there is a lot more peace, of course. But can we do that? Again, we have to uh, keep a full ban on 
these entertainment industries at least for certain time periods you have to stop this entertainment industry at least connected to us during a time which we don't want to be connected to this external amplified electric pulse that is when we are want when we are desiring to enjoy our own heartbeats inside looking into ourselves sitting quietly somewhere and pondering over meditating so called or thinking i would say just thinking about it and trying to understand this process during that time nobody should be connecting to our electric pulses inside with a amplified electric pulses outside like this device so that is where <coughs> the entertainment industrial uh, rules need to be unified globalized and controlled by some really high authority who can handle this uh, universal humanity now this is a human invention this electrical device but even that is not sufficient even if you ban all these electrical devices say for a for an hour in this world you switch off all the devices like this type of entertainment it doesn't stop many other types of interference to our own heartbeats you will listen to the birds chirping around you will listen to the dogs barking and all of the animals making their own natural sounds uh, which we do not understand what for whether therefore they are doing it for their own entertainment or for entertaining us that we do not know but they also affect our hearts but if you really um search and think about it you will find that all these noises around is also a production of our en- en- entertainment industries which are um trying striving very hard uh, right now somewhere else to produce a serial or a film or um another type of a manufacturing uh, unit for again entertaining larger and larger number of people the reaction of this animals around birds around insects around and even trees and grass around and also the five elements around is again a reaction to this excessive entertainment industrial needs we don't consider them to be um, of producing environmental pollution like other industries chemical industries 
of course there are many associated industries also which may be producing um, environmental pollution but uh, apart from that if you just take for granted that this only the devices and their effects are considered they are not considered to produce too much of environmental corruption environmental pollution but in the electrical field they are producing huge corruption huge environmental pollutions which are not felt directly by us which are not um, detectable by a living wake waking human being i mean human being who is awake but this uh, effects follow you while you are asleep they follow you when you are dreaming because they the effects as well as this electromagnetic environment does not get switched off by itself independent of your state of existence waking dreaming or sleeping so to me this entertainment entertainment industries must be controlled to an extent which is absolutely necessary and then needs must be sorted out a little more seriously for individual well-being individual safety and environmental safety and a global production safety and for a global monitoring safety we won't be able to monitor when the environment gets corrupted beyond a certain level you can see it around in this house around this house in the neighborhood if you ignore it for a few years you will find that no no then uh, nothing is visible nothing can be done about it that's a kind of uh, conclusion that you will reach and globally speaking for the entire humanity for the entire earthlings this is a very very serious problem and no human individual can sort out and then give you a solution whether they are sitting in a broken down chair like this with a very shabby dirty clothes or whether they are sitting in a very high throne of as an emperor or a ruler of any nation or community or a house they won't be able to provide a solution for this because this has to be this has to be implemented as rules rules which cannot be broken rules which cannot be ignored without too much of risks just like traffic rules on the road so we have to form reformulate our rules so that many things which are not needed which are not wanted which are not necessary have to be stopped full stop and then sort out what is the most needed and ask yourself do you really have the means to get what you really need now do you have the means if you don't well jot it down and then uh, maybe podcast like this so that somebody somewhere on the in the world 
uh, in the net may be able to listen to you maybe sometime today maybe sometime tomorrow maybe next week maybe next month next maybe next year well we can still hope 